Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. With 7.9 to go, if he can make the front end, it's a two-possession game. Free throw, no good. Rebound kept alive by Brazil. Picked up by Anderson. Four seconds, three seconds. Anderson to McCormick. Three at the horn. No good. Follow no good. Hogs win it. Hogs win it. 69-66. to I would be not telling the truth if I said I was relieved. I'm disappointed. Well, it got a little too close for comfort. There at the end, Saturday down in North Little Rock, it seemed like the Razorbacks had this thing comfortably in hand. They're up by 20 with 10.53 to go. And then they couldn't buy a bucket. They couldn't attack the zone. They got careless with a ball. Lipscomb started making baskets. They hit a few threes. And lo and behold, we've got a ball game. And at the end, their guy had a three-pointer that would have sent it into overtime had it gone. It was, uh, it was an unusual game. You heard Mush there sounded almost like Arkansas lost when it was over. And there for a minute it looked like they might. But they were able to make enough baskets down the stretch. Makai Mitchell made a couple of buckets they absolutely had to have. Devo made one there at the end. And they were able to survive. And they moved to 7-4 and four on the season. Nothing to write home about. No style points. Awarded at the end of that ball game Saturday. But, you know, if they can play well later on, we'll forget about this game, at least to an extent. Uh, if they don't play well later on, we'll look back on this one and say, man, they almost blew that game against Lipscomb. But uh, they're going to play again on Thursday night. Abilene Christian will be the opponent, and they'll be back on the practice floor today. And they'll be there tomorrow. And they'll try to improve some before they play Abilene Christian. It's after that that they really – uh, have the longer break. Obviously, Christmas comes up after the Abilene Christian game. They don't play again until the 30th. And then after that, they've got another full week off before they open conference play against Auburn. So there's still going to be a lot more time on the practice floor. And as we saw Saturday, there's still a lot left for this team to do. Now, one thing that did happen late last week, in fact, that happened just prior to the Razorbacks' Uh, heading that way to Central Arkansas for this ballgame. Keon Menefield declared eligible by the NCAA. He's a transfer from Washington and a very good player, point guard. Uh, plays a position Arkansas needs some help. He didn't exactly set the world on fire Saturday night, but he did play well, and he didn't hurt him, and he had a couple of assists, and he gives, opportunity, gives Arkansas, I think, an opportunity maybe to shore up that point guard spot. They are not point guard heavy. They're guard heavy. They're not point guard heavy. They got to have some help there. This was Moss on Menefield post game. I thought it was important to get him in the game. I mean, that was the the plan was to play him somewhere between, you know, 15 and and 20 minutes, and and he got 18. Thought it, you know, he's active. He's bouncy. He's he is a reactor to loose balls. It's hard to be thrown into a game 10 games in, but. You know, I think his quickness, his willingness to be a ball distributor can, can help us. How assertive can he be? You know, he's probably trying to fit in. and But I am really happy that we won a game and we got him minutes. In a close game, which it ended up being a close game, sometimes it's hard to throw a guy in like that. I don't think it would be unfair to say that they have felt like 
Menifield might be eligible or declared eligible to play at some point this season. I don't think that came out of the blue. I think they've been preparing for this in a sense. I thought really, you know, to give him 18, 19 minutes and to come in there and look like he knew what he was doing. You know, that's a sign that he's obviously been practicing well with them. And it's a sign that they felt like at some point he might be able to, you know, have an opportunity to play. They need help there. You know, they need help at that point guard spot. That's one of the positions where maybe it's not quite panned out the way they thought it would, at least not so far. Maybe Menafield is part of the answer there. We're going to find out because I think he's going to be given every opportunity Uh, to get significant minutes at that spot. I hesitate to say at this point he's got the opportunity between now and conference play to win the job, but I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out either. They like him, and um, he's going to get a lot of opportunities as we move through the next little bit. As we continue with basketball, I've been interested to – See what some of the other teams in the SEC are doing because we are not that far away now. Arkansas has got two games remaining in the pre-conference schedule, and then uh, then it opens up. You know, Alabama's lost four games too. They were beaten by Creighton over the weekend. Creighton's good, obviously, but Alabama's six and four, so they're not exactly doing record-wise anyway. What? Some people thought they would do. Kentucky's lost twice. Now, they had a big week, a big win over the weekend over North Carolina, 87-83. I don't know that it would not be accurate to say at this point, Kentucky may be playing better than anybody in the SEC. Tennessee beat North Carolina State over the weekend. They're 8-3. Rick Barnes is not going to get outcoached. And Tennessee's going to be tough to beat in Knoxville, I guarantee you. To me, the team that nobody's really talking about, is Ole Miss. They're 10-0. Now, I know they've not played the marquee names and they've not had some of the matchups that some of the other teams in our league have had, but obviously Chris Beard knows what he's doing. Uh, That's a team to watch. I got a feeling as we move through the year, Ole Miss may – they may win a few more ball games than people planned on at the start of the year. But you look around the league, and Arkansas has not been immune. You look around college basketball, Arkansas has not been immune from some of these problems. You know, We are beginning to see maybe, I say maybe because it's still a very small sample size, maybe we're beginning to see some trends in terms of how the portal affects the makeup of basketball teams. Last year we saw at the end – Teams with veteran players were the ones left standing. A lot of those were portal guys. So you saw, as you always do, it's a monkey see, monkey do business, as you always do when a team or when teams um, do things like that and they're successful, other teams follow suit. Uh, Arkansas has done it to a degree and other schools have. Arkansas has gotten veteran players in out of the portal. I think one thing we are seeing, though, is that when a veteran player moves – particularly a veteran player who's maybe been on a good team, you know. Um, They bring habits with them. They bring qualities with them. And you've got to make a determination when you're deciding whether to sign a kid in the the portal. You've got to make all these determinations about how they're going to fit in in a two- or three-week stretch. 
And I think we're seeing on a lot of basketball teams, the chemistry, the team aspect. I'm not saying that it's gone away, but I'm saying maybe it's a little bit harder and the process takes a little bit longer to get drilled in, so to speak. Um, You know, when I look at Arkansas right now, I don't see a real identity. And there's not anything yet that you say, all right, this is what their team's going to hang their hat. This is what this team's going to hang their hat on. This is what they're going to travel with. This is going to be their identity. We know they're going to be better at home. All teams are. But what's their identity going to be when they go on the road? You know, what's, what's the hallmark of this team, so to speak? We know what the hallmarks of Muss's program's been here. We know what those hallmarks are. But, you know, what's the identity of this team? going to be and you know the one thing that four losses in pre-conference play uh, take away is the luxury of stumbling out of the gate in SEC play you know Arkansas is going to play Auburn and then they're going to go on the road and play Georgia and Florida back to back so you know you don't have the luxury with four losses already of stumbling out of the gate you got to start fast and you got to win games and they've got to add up. The net stuff, I think, will take care of itself. The net rankings, when you look at the teams in the SEC, where they are now and where they're going to be based on playing one another as we move into conference play, the net's going to take care of itself. But you got to win games. And having lost four already, you just don't have the luxury of having one of those, you know, seven, ten-day stretches where you're not playing good basketball. For those of you buying or selling a home, it's time to really pay attention and it's time to partner with a great real estate agent like the ones you're going to find at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. You know, I read the same things you read. You know, the housing market's going to do this. It's going to do that. It's going to adjust. Interest rates are here and that encourages buying or it discourages, you know, all this stuff that you read. You need someone to sort through it all. Somebody that understands what it means to you. Not what it means generally, what it means to you. Because neighborhood to neighborhood matters, region to region matters. And you need somebody that's well-versed in all that to be your guide as a buyer or a seller. I think that's what you're going to find at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I know they've got the best train in the business. I know they've got smart agents. Smart agents who are savvy and understand your position as a seller, understand your position as a buyer. Whichever side of the table you're on, you want to be able to get from contract to close, and that's what they do best at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now, and you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. I am sooner born, sooner bred, but since that sooner schooner is stuck, now I say... Give me the hogs, Chuck. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L. EAV for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, 
claps his hands. Blitz coming. Got to get away from Terry and Arnold. KJ does. He keeps the play alive, complete to Gums at the 30. Varkis inside the 20. They hit him outside the 10. They ought to throw a flag, but they won't. Out of bounds at the 13, first down Arkansas. I know when K.J. Jefferson made his announcement Friday that he was officially entering his name into the transfer portal, a lot of Razorback fans in unison said, finally. You know, if you got a text or if you sent somebody a text or, you know, if you're on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now, I'll bet that word finally came up a lot. You know, we just played that highlight from a play K.J. made this year against Alabama. And when the game was over, he got the ultimate compliment from Nick Saban, talking about what a great play it was. You know, when you say finally, it means that at last, K.J.'s schedule has finally fit mine. I've wanted to know for two weeks what he was going to do. I thought I knew, but I just wanted to hear him say it. And finally, he has done that. Well, you know, K.J., has given Arkansas some very good years. Uh, Some might argue the best years of his life. I don't know. Time will tell in that regard. But I know he's helped Arkansas win a lot of football games. The games they've won during his time here have been in large part because of him. You know, you look at the wins that the Razorbacks have had in the Sam Pittman era. Just about every single one of them is because K.J. played well that day. You know, Um, There have been times when he's carried the team on his back. There have been times when he's had help. There have been times when he hasn't. There's been times when the blocking was good. There have been other times he was running for his life. There's been times when he played hurt, and we knew about it. There have been other times when he played hurt. We had no idea. Only he did. Or the trainers. Or the people that that were trying to get him ready to play. My point is, is that you know, KJ's given us a lot of great moments as Razorback fans. And the one thing that you have to keep in mind when something like this comes up in this era of college football is nobody makes a decision by themselves very often. You know, there may be the exception to the rule. In fact, there is the exception to the rule. There always is. There's going to be a player or two that just out of the blue makes a decision about going into the portal, and it's 100% his decision. But most of the time, most of the time, there are honest conversations that take place that we're not privy to. I suspect that happened here. I suspect it happens all around the country. One of the things that we are seeing is that there are a lot of quarterbacks out there. You know, there are a lot of quarterbacks in that transfer portal. And if you're a head coach or an offensive coordinator or somebody trying to construct or in some cases reconstruct an offense, um, there's a lot from which to choose. And my suspicion is a lot of these standing starting quarterbacks, KJ, the kid at Ohio State, they're going in, and and I'm meaning this figuratively, collectively, um, they are going in and they're looking for an assurance that they're going to be the starter. Well, if you're a head coach and you're looking at all these quarterbacks out there in the portal, guys that maybe you can afford. You can't afford all of them, but you can afford some of them. And you look at some of these guys and you've got to ask yourself, would I be better with him? Or would I be better with him coming in and pushing the guy I've got? And is the guy I've got willing to be pushed? Because a lot of these guys are coming in there wanting that assurance they're going to be the starter and it's just not there.
and that's what's leading some of these guys into the portal. I don't know that that's what happened here. We're not privy to all that, nor should we be. I know KJ's given us great moments. I hope wherever he goes, he has all the success in the world. I hope whatever he's looking for, he finds out there. Now, we'll see where he goes. He might go to an SEC school, might not. But um, KJ gave us some great times at Arkansas, and I think we should all be thankful for that. Hey, how'd you do this weekend on the Bet Saracen app? There was a lot of stuff out there. I know Cowboy fans are singing the blues today, and maybe some others as well. Maybe you, maybe you were one of those ones that uh, went the other way, and you're counting your money today, or maybe you got to make a comeback tonight. What is it, Philly and Seattle tonight? Man, Philly's got to go from the East Coast to the West Coast. Sometimes that's a little bit easier said than done. Philadelphia is not playing well right now. You know, they've just not played all that great lately. Uh, minus three and a half on the Bet Saracen app. You know, if this game was played in Philly, it'd be a lot more than that. But uh, three and a half point favorite Eagles tonight. That's at the Bet Saracen app. College basketball, bowl season's alive and well. They started Saturday. They may not be the marquee matchups. They may not be the games everybody's talking about. But there's still a chance for you to win some money at the Bet Saracen app. When you download it, you're going to find out very quickly why it is Vegas, Arkansas style, and why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. They've got a how to play video, they'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. All right, we've got a busy week ahead. Obviously, the men play on Thursday, the Razorback women play sooner than that. They played North Little Rock, by the way, on Saturday. Uh, won their ball game. They go to West Palm Beach, Florida this week. That'd be nice. They play at 10 o'clock Wednesday morning against the University of Illinois. And then they play at 10 o'clock Thursday morning against the University of Illinois at Chicago. I bet they're glad out of Illinois to be down in West Palm Beach. So we'll keep up with that. Obviously, basketball on Thursday. Guys, it's a week from Christmas. It's at least time to start thinking about shopping. I'm not saying it's time to physically go out there yet. You still got a few days for that. But it is time to start thinking about it. So keep that in mind as we move through the week as well. Back on Wednesday. Till then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.